You're listening to the Dungeons, Dragons, and Psychology Podcast. Tabletop role-playing games have captivated the imagination of players for decades, providing a unique opportunity to step into the shoes of a fictional character. But beyond the sheer enjoyment of gameplay, engaging in role-play offers numerous psychological and other valuable benefits, personal growth, creativity, social interaction, problem-solving skills, and emotional well-being. By delving into the depths of imagination and navigating complex narratives, players and yourself can experience transformative journeys that extend far beyond the gaming table. I'm Robert Walker, author of Session Zero, the DMG to writing great campaigns in any system, and this is my show where I teach collaborative storytellers how to have more immersive campaigns using psychology. And today we're going to be exploring some real-world benefits that you can get by engaging in roleplay and tabletop roleplaying games. Now, before we jump right into that main topic, I do want to give a shout out to my patrons, Thumb and Nancy. Thank you very much for all your support. We appreciate it. If you would like your own shout out on the show, uh, or like I did on the last episode, uh, an elder brain cyclothid, I will uh, take your location in the world wherever you're living and find some way of incorporating something cool and unique about that place into a storytelling game. So first, let's talk about personal growth and self-exploration. One of the fundamental aspects of role-playing is the ability to experiment with different aspects of yourself and explore new perspectives. Through the creation and portrayal of a character, players can step into the shoes of someone different from their own identity. This shift in perspective allows the opportunity for the development of empathy as players gain a deeper understanding of the motivations, the struggles, and the the emotions of their fictional persona. By navigating the challenges faced by their characters, you can also confront personal fears and limitations in a safe and controlled environment. Overcoming these obstacles within the game can lead to increased confidence and resilience in real-life situations. And moreover, role-playing encourages introspection and self-reflection. As you immerse yourself in your character's world, you often encounter complex moral dilemmas and ethical choices or personal quests. And when considering your character's motivations, goals, and values, you're prompted to reflect on your own beliefs and priorities. This process offers an opportunity for self-exploration as you gain insights into your own values and the moral compass you align with by investigating what your character would do. You might discover hidden aspects of yourself or explore uncharted territories of your own psyche. Additionally, role-playing allows you to explore and express emotions that may be difficult to articulate in your everyday life. Through the lens of your character, you might be able to embody and experience a wide range of emotions, both positive and negative, and this immersion in your character's emotional journey can provide a safe space for emotional relief, uh, stress relief, catharsis, and it allows you to explore and process your own feelings, providing a sort of therapeutic outlet for your emotional well-being. Another way that role-playing games help develop growth or personal growth would be that they 
allow you a platform for exploring and developing values, beliefs, and identity. As you craft your character's backstory, its personality, motivations, you're engaging in a process of self-expression and self-definition. This exploration of identity can be particularly meaningful for individuals who might feel marginalized or constrained by the societal expectations placed on them. And it offers a space where players can explore alternative identities, genders, cultural backgrounds, which can help foster a sense of belonging and validation. And for those who don't have an understanding of the struggles of feeling marginalized, it can also provide an opportunity to gain perspective and understanding of that experience. Now let's talk about creativity and imagination. One of the aspects of role-playing is character creation. And during that time, you have the freedom to invent unique and diverse characters, uh, including a backstory, personality traits, their appearance, how they sound, all of which are important aspects of creativity. You are sparking creative thinking as you delve into your imagination to bring a character to life. You can explore different archetypes, experiment with various combinations of skills and abilities, and develop complex and compelling personalities. This creative character creation process allows players to express themselves, but also to imagine what it's like to live a different life and explore those new identities. Uh, It is also in collaborative storytelling. You're contributing to the creation of a game's narrative. The game master sets the stage and presents challenges, but you as a player or players can shape the story through their actions and decision. This collaborative storytelling encourages everyone at the table to think creatively and contribute to an unfolding narrative. You must improvise dialogue, come up with creative solutions to problems that are presented for you, and make meaningful choices that impact the storyline. Whether you're the DM or a player, this interactive and dynamic nature nurtures creativity and teamwork as you engage in creating a unique and evolving story. You also have the opportunity to engage in creative problem solving. Oftentimes, a GM is going to present players with intricate puzzles, mysteries, challenges, and require their imaginative thinking to unravel and progress the game. So players have to connect clues, decipher riddles, and think creatively to overcome these obstacles. And the open-ended nature of these types of games allows for unconventional and inventive solutions, which encourages you to think creatively and explore different approaches from the ones you might face in a day-to-day or that you might be familiar with going into it. This creative problem solving can enhance gameplay, but it also develops skills that can be applied to real-life situations where you often need to think creatively to overcome challenges or obstacles or find a creative solution to a problem that's you know affecting your work life, for example. And another way that role-playing games foster creativity is that their creativity often extends beyond the game itself. Many players who really enjoy role-playing games often become inspired to create their own content, such as writing fan fiction or designing custom adventures or crafting artwork based on their gaming experience. 
Fantasy Roleplay provides a wellspring of inspiration for various creative endeavors and can fuel hobbies and projects outside of the game. And this creative engagement not only enhances your personal enjoyment, but also contributes globally to the broader TTRPG community. The next benefit we're going to look at is how role-playing games can help enhance your social interaction and connection to other people. It's a cooperative nature that players must collaborate and communicate effectively to navigate the challenges presented in the game world. You're, again, solving problems, strategizing and combating counters, overcoming obstacles, and this collaborative experience strengthens your teamwork skills. It teaches players the value of uh, coordination, cooperation, and shared decision-making. And as you face challenges together, you have to learn to trust and rely on one another, which can foster a sense of camaraderie and shared accomplishment. It's also a social outlet for players to connect with individuals who share similar interests. Often, role-playing communities bring together individuals from diverse backgrounds and experiences, united by their love for storytelling and adventure, whether that's through local game stores or online platforms or organized events, you can always find a place to meet new people and forge new friendships in the community. And the shared passion for role-playing games serves as a foundation for meaningful connections and social bonding. Many times, players form lasting friendships with the people who they role-play with during games. There's also a space where players can explore different social roles and dynamics that's within the game you can interact with each other through your characters assuming different personalities and backgrounds and motivations and this provides a platform for players to experiment with your own social skills such as negotiation or conflict resolution and diplomacy and it encourages players to engage in role play where you're adopting the perspectives and mannerisms of your characters fostering empathy and understanding. And through this process, you might develop your social communication skills by learning to navigate complex social interactions both in and out of game from various perspectives. Another huge social benefit is that it offers a sense of belonging and community. You form bonds with your fellow adventurers in-game, creating a fictional party that embarks on an epic quest together, and this shared experience creates a strong sense of community as players support and rely on each other during gameplay. The collaborative nature of role-playing games allows players to build connections based on mutual respect and shared accomplishments. And additionally, the social aspect extends beyond the game. You often engage in discussions, share stories, create memories, have a bunch of laughter together, and it builds a sense of real-world community around the game table as well. You end up usually having a supportive network and fostering a sense of belonging to this group and a shared identity as role players. It's a safe and inclusive place for social interaction. Unlike some other social settings, role-playing games prioritize creativity, imagination, and respect, and you have the opportunity to express yourself through your characters and contribute to the storytelling experience. This encourages an environment where Diverse perspectives and ideas become welcomed and celebrated, unlike oftentimes in the real world, and it can also help us understand how to respect and celebrate 
other people's point of view when we encounter them. And sometimes that's just because we've taken the time during roleplay to embrace that point of view ourselves for a short amount of time so we can respect where they're coming from. We understand the process of getting there because we played through it. Now let's talk about some cognitive skills. Uh, Role-playing requires you to navigate game mechanics, interpret rules, and strategize during gameplay. You have to understand the game mechanics, your character abilities, combat rules, and you need to make informed decisions. This process cultivates critical thinking as you analyze the situation at hand and consider the possible consequences of your character's actions, and you're then making strategic choices. You learn to assess risks, weigh different options, and anticipate outcomes through practice and experience. You're going to become more adept at evaluating complex scenarios, which translates to improved decision-making abilities in real-life situations. Another cognitive skill that you'll develop through role-playing is cognitive flexibility. You're often presented with dynamic and evolving environments where narrative and situations can change based on player choices and actions. You have to adapt to unexpected circumstances and think on your feet and adjust your strategies accordingly. And this fosters cognitive flexibility, which is the ability to switch between different ways of thinking by considering alternative perspectives and adjusting adjusting one's thinking based on new information. As you encounter unexpected challenges, you learn to be flexible in your approach and explore different solutions, adapting your strategies and changing to the changing circumstances. And then there are your emotional well-being and catharsis, allowing you to step into the shoes of your characters and experience a wide range of emotions, including joy and fear, anger, sadness, and many other emotional states within the context of the game. This emotional expression can be cathartic and therapeutic, which allows you to tap into your own emotions and release pent-up feelings in a controlled and supportive environment. You can feel safe to explore and process your emotions, enhancing your self-awareness, as we mentioned before, and your overall emotional intelligence. It's a cathartic release. The immersive nature of the game allows you to engage in intense, dynamic, and dramatic experiences for both your character and yourself. You can experience thrilling victories, heart-wrenching losses, and moments of triumph or despair. And this cathartic release provides a sense of emotional release that can serve as a healthy outlet for stress and anxiety and all sorts of other negative emotions. The emotional investment in the game allows you to experience this sense of relief as you are suspending your disbelief for the moment and becoming that character going through their emotional uh, roller coaster and it provides you that emotional release valve additionally finding supportive and empathetic people to have in your environment where you can explore these sort of emotional situations is is very beneficial so i would definitely recommend you find a group that allows you the opportunity to be open not just with your character's emotions, but open with your own emotions as well. I think some of the best games that I have engaged in are games where the players and myself have had real emotional experiences, including tears for the loss of companions. I mean, it was part of a story, but it was a true emotional experience that we all went through together. And I know if you've listened to the show 
frequently. You've heard me talk about this before, but it promotes compassion and empathy and a broader emotional perspective, which can really impact your in-game and out-of-game relationships with your people, with the people at the table. But it also can give you an empathetic way of understanding when people are experiencing intense emotions because you might have been there, you know, and, and even if you didn't get into that space where you were in tears, but you still can experience the sadness and sort of muted effects of these very powerful emotions that take place in game through your character's journey. You might also find inspiration or learn valuable life lessons or wisdom and gain insights into your own experience. It's it's fostering a sense of achievement and self-discovery and personal empowerment. And I just love the platform that it provides for players to explore identities and values and aspirations through the lens of your characters. Let's move on to Tricks of the Trade. For today's Tricks of the Trade, I want to suggest a couple of tools that you could use to help gain more out of these benefits that role-playing games can provide. And the first tool is probably the most obvious one that you could possibly use, and that is a journal. And I'm not just talking a character journal, but you can coordinate a character journal with a real world journal, or you can keep a character journal of your role playing session and then add your own personal thoughts and feelings and ideas and how you felt and just sort of a running dialogue with yourself about the way that the session or your character's actions or choices made you personally feel. And this will provide the opportunity for self-reflection and give you more insight into the changes that role-playing games can bring to your real life. The next tool that I suggest is a very detailed character backstory. And by this, I don't just mean write a paragraph about what happened to your character. What I mean is to delve into a lot of the more intricate things about your character, their relationships, their moral dilemmas that they've faced, how they came out on the other end of those, how their personal well-being is and their state of of emotional stability, all those little things that make up a real person, including so many more elements to their personality and their backstory so that you can really invest yourself in the way that they would think and they would feel. And that can help you embody that character to a greater extent. And by result of that, have more understanding of that particular perspective that your character takes in the real world. And the last tool that I would suggest would be a mental health professional. I honestly think it's personally valuable for everybody to have therapy or a therapeutic release of some sort in their life. I mean, we all have things that we need to work on or work out. Even those of us that seem the happiest have things that they should probably talk about, feelings that they might need to look deeper into. And having a mental health professional on your side to help you talk about the things that you've noticed in game or the way that they've made you feel or the social interactions with your friends and how those could be deepened or if there's any struggles or things that you're having difficulties with along the way in all of that regard 
having that person there who can listen and provide feedback and wisdom and help you analyze sort of your own self-reflection is a very valuable tool, one that I will always advocate and strongly suggest for anybody. And I will take just a moment to say that if you are struggling with your own mental health in any fashion, please reach out and talk to somebody. I know it can be an intimidating prospect of, you know, airing your dirty laundry or sharing your feelings and emotions with somebody, but please, I promise you it helps so much. Take the steps, find help for yourself, and find someone to talk to. So with that, let's go ahead and head over to the knowledge check. Today's knowledge check is going to look at a uh, meta-study that was conducted and compiled in 2022 uh, by Ian Baker et al. And it is called Roleplay Games for Mental Health, Why Not? Role for Initiative. And this can be found on the National Library of Medicine, uh, which is a government website. I will leave the link in today's show notes so you can look at it. But what this meta-analysis did is it looked at many different studies that have been done on role-playing games and mental health. It's talked a lot about the increasing demand for role-playing games that have happened and the pop culture shift, and it also looked at the history of role-playing games uh, kind of during the era of the satanic panic. But really what it did well is it talked a lot about role-playing games in the clinical setting, and then it focused on a lot of more recent uh, studies that have been done, experiments that have been conducted with role-playing games uh, in a non-therapeutic role-play way, just games that were studied um, as they normally are ran. And what they found was really interesting um, in all these different studies. One of the big ones was that they found through several studies, that role-playing games, whether they were done therapeutically or not, like they're just a traditional gameplay scenario, are very successful in reducing feelings of anxiety, of depression, and they also found that most of these studies show that people who engage in role-playing games have personal growth. They can show over a period of time that the continued engagement in role-playing games improves people personally in various ways, but one of the big ways is in their mental health and levels of depression. So people who were depressed and started playing role-playing games often ended up ranking much lower on depression scales later on. Uh, Same for anxiety. People who are ranked very high before starting to role-play ranked much lower later. There's obviously a lot more research that needs to be done in this field, and I'm hoping that as I continue my own master's and hopefully go on to work on my PhD, that this is a field that I have, am involved in studying in because I this stuff is important to me, obviously, as it is. Uh, I've got a podcast and a book about it and all of that. So uh, that's it for the knowledge check for today. As always, if you can do this show a huge favor by giving it a rating on Spotify or leaving a review for it on Apple Podcasts would be amazing. And also don't forget that we have our Patreon now. You can find the link in the show notes under the Support the Show tab, and there you can join and become an official cyclothid where there are various levels of benefit, but the Elder Brain cyclothids will receive an autographed copy of my book mailed to them, which is sort of one of the 
greater benefits, some video recorded interviews that you get to see the raw footage of. That could be a lot of fun. So thank you very much for listening today. I hope it was informative. I hope that you learned something from this uh, episode today. And as always, my cyclothids, I will see you next session.